You're listening to episode 192 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey there, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And this is a special sort of uh, bonus episode. I wasn't really planning on on, uh, releasing this, but after everything that's been going on with coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, and I decided that I really needed to mobilize my network as much as possible to bring you um, some extra support in a really intense, um, uncertain time. So I am bringing on, this is now the third time that uh, Sarah Swain and I have done a joint episode, Um, but I really wanted to put the focus on Sarah for this one. I wanted to get her input on how to handle entrepreneurship and online business in a time like this. Like we've never seen anything like this before. So it seems incredibly overwhelming. And Sarah is my own business coach. Um, She's a dear friend of mine. I adore her. And she has some opinions um, that I, I also feel very similarly about, and I really wanted to uh, bring her on to share them with you and to explain it in a really amazing way. So Sarah is an author. Uh, she can be found writing books, hosting events, running two different podcasts, and she also coaches service-based entrepreneurs. And she's fueled by her passion. And you can hear that in her voice when she's talking. She has a burning desire for others to believe what's possible and to have the courage to take action on it. And edgy, humorous, and bold are just some of the words that have been used to describe her as she embraces her authenticity to reach people's hearts. That is such an accurate description of Sarah. And I really want you to get to know her better on this episode. So we're going to be talking about uh, changing our messaging as entrepreneurs and online business owners and how COVID-19 changes things. Because the, the online world today is not the same that it was a week ago. And as we know, the physical world isn't the same that it was a week ago either. And, and don't think, don't make the mistake of believing that the online world is insulated from this because it's not. This changes everything. We're going to be talking about why things are different, uh, digging into sort of our deeper messaging, getting to know our people all over again, and potentially new people that were not our people before, um, not coming across as arrogant or, or condescending in our messaging as well, checking in with our hearts and what feels good, serving from a place of compassion, stepping up as leaders, because this is the time to step up as a leader as never before as never before. Sarah's going to be talking to us about how chaos breeds leaders and that this is really going to separate how we view things going forward because there's a lot of rhetoric right now about, uh, you know, online business is, is the way to go and this is why you should have an online business. And this isn't the time to really be coming across with that kind of messaging when people are struggling. People are struggling in a wide variety of ways. 
So I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode. Uh, I continue to learn so much from Sarah. I'm going to be listening to this episode more than once, and I can't wait for you to hear this. Uh, we both really, really love and appreciate your feedback on this and to let us know what you think. So I will list how to tag both of us in the show notes. I'm over at Emily Goff Coach. Uh, Sarah's over at uh, Business Sarah, and we can dive in. Hey, girl. Oh, wait. Yeah, I forget that I'm talking to other people. So I have Sarah Swain joining us today. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Canadian woman. This is what happens when I schedule last-minute podcast episodes to turn around and air same day, and I'm like, all the things. And yes, so this is how quickly we're coming out with things. And Sarah, you are my business coach. Um, I love and adore you. This is the third time that you've been on the Room to Grow podcast. Oh my God, it is. It wow. is. And that I, I've only ever extended that honor to one other person. So you're pretty, well, you're pretty special. Thank you. <laughs> so yes, we have a lot to talk about because I was the first one to drop into our mastermind Facebook group. I'm like, Hey, can we talk about, uh, COVID-19 and business and the impact that it's having on selling and all of the things that are coming with this, because this mm -hmm. is unprecedented. We don't know what the hell is uh, going mm -hmm. on, what to do. There is no rule book for this. So no. <laughs> let's just dive in because yeah. yeah, you and I both have a lot to say on this, but I want to hear from you on this and I want you to share some of your thoughts that you're most um, kind of pumped up and, and not pumped up in like a, a positive way, but like fired up about tell us yep. all the things. Yeah. Fired up is probably the best way to describe how I'm feeling right now because uh, I, I want as many small businesses, service-based businesses to be able to not just make it through this, but to thrive through this, like you say, it's unprecedented. <laughs> There's no rule book that any business coach can pull out and say, okay, what happens to service-based online businesses when there's a global pandemic? This is something that uh, requires a lot of self-leadership to be able to navigate our way through. And what I want people to understand is that the world that we're living in this week is a different world than even just last week, just seven days ago when this started to, I think we all started to feel it last week. We're like, Hey, hold on a second. This is starting to ramp up a little bit here. And you know, the political leaders, uh, public health officials, their tones started to change. Uh, the media started to really grab a hold of things. So there was a different energy in the air. And then, you know, fast forward to present day today, um, as I sit here in voluntary self-isolation, uh, recording this podcast with you, uh, so are millions, if not billions of other people on our planet. So I think it's actually very ignorant for any business owner right now to proceed as usual, to blindly just keep doing the thing that they've always been doing, to naively just continue to pitch their offer because maybe they're in a launch right now and we're like hold on i'm in a launch like what do i do and what i want people to understand because i've i've uh I've sort of been quoted but i guess kind of in a bad way of my position on now's not the time to be selling folks the problem is that's the only thing that people are hearing from my dialogue and what we're not hearing is the call for leadership in our businesses like we have never stepped into before, which is a call for us to be hyper aware of our markets and the need, uh, the needs of our communities 
and what they are actually looking upon us for right now. And the reason why we need to, if we're in a launch right now, just press the pause button and allow yourself some time to recognize that the world around us is very different right now. Energy is very different right now. People's priorities are very different right now. And we can't assume that that's not going to impact how we show up in business, how people are going to respond to our content, how people are going to respond to our sales copy, our advertisements. We can't operate that way, thinking that we can just continue to make our posts as if nothing's going on. Um, because the reality is everything's changed. <laughs> the entire landscape of the market has changed. I'm sure you've probably seen it uh, on your feed as well. There is now more access to free services now than ever before. So you can't tell me that as a service-based business owner that that's not going to impact how we do business with our paid offerings. So there's a ton of stuff that we got to unpack on this episode for sure. Because I want service-based entrepreneurs to be able to feel confident in proceeding with their business, to not feel shame or ickiness around selling their services or their offerings right now. But we have to be really wise and responsible about our approach in doing so. And, and I'm loving how, how you have phrased all this. And one of the things that you and I discussed um, earlier today and, uh, and yesterday was that I'm headed into an affiliate launch. So I'm an affiliate mm -hmm. for someone else's launch and we're in the runway phase right now. It, it's uh, coming in a couple of weeks. And it, yeah, I mean, it is something that, that would technically still benefit people as much now, yeah. if not more than ever. Yeah. But I think that the difference is really changing the messaging to include even more compassion and, yes. and more realism yep. than before. Yep. And, and I am someone who actually prides myself on being both compassionate and a realist, but I yes. think that I'm going to need to dial it up a notch because these are not normal times. This, mm -hmm. this, is, not, this is not something that we've ever seen the likes of before. And yep. there are also a huge number of people that are hitting a massive financial hardship. And yep. yes, the governments, at least in, in the developed world, are saying that they will step in and help, but mm -hmm. that doesn't help the, the right now. Like no yeah. one is handing out aid right this second because everyone's yeah. still trying to scramble and figure out what's happening. Exactly. So how do we deal with this? Yeah, there's a, there's a ton of things that need to be considered. I think the first thing that needs to be unpacked is understanding that the market that we have been targeting this entire time based on what our services um, actually provide has changed. And if we're not willing to reconnect with this group of people who, uh, yes, absolutely, in some cases may, may have grown, this group of people may have grown that need the things that we offer, but we also have to recognize that there's a lot of people now who, who, who do not have uh, the type of growth that our services provide as a top priority for them in their life right now. So what we have to, 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 to reflect on first and foremost is, how do we get to know our market again in today's time in the, in the wake of everything that's occurring? We have to understand that uh, typically when we identify our niche or we begin to do research in this area 
or we start to figure out who, who is this that we're actually creating this for, who actually has the problem that my service has the solution to. What this means is we have to start asking ourselves the questions all over again. It's like going back to the drawing board of day one when you identified your niche. What is now in the, in, in the presence of everything that's happening right now globally, what is the solution now that you possess? Because the problem that people are holding onto right now or that people are experiencing right now has shifted. It's not that it has changed. It's not that it has gone away. It's not necessarily that a new problem has entered. Maybe in some cases, yes. But it, we can't deny that it, it has shifted. So it's first and foremost understanding in today's world, in the climate that we're in right now, what is our solution to the problem that people are experiencing in our market right now? The second question we have to ask ourselves is, based on this, based on my understanding of the problem that exists for this market right now, what then must that person be thinking? What are the types of thoughts that are likely going through this person's mind given the events of today? The next question we have to ask, what, are, what is this person likely feeling? in light of everything that's occurring today. Any type of marketing, sales copy, content, anything that, that us content creators, service-based entrepreneurs are putting out into the world right now, if that content loses touch or loses the ability to connect with your market's headspace and more importantly, their heart space, your offering, your content, whatever it is you're putting out, isn't going to be received the same way that it was even just a week ago. Because if we have not shifted our, our messaging, if we have not changed the way that we're speaking to our market, if we have not re-identified who actually is our market, then what's gonna end up happening is we're gonna put it out and it's not gonna be absorbed. The people reading it aren't going to recognize that, oh, that person's putting this out for people like me because she or he understands how I'm feeling right now, or she or he understands what, what's swirling through my mind right now. If we're not being responsible with even just the basics of reconnecting with who our market actually is, I can promise you that maybe you'll be fortunate enough if you're in a launch right now to have a couple sales, maybe a couple trickle through, because we haven't done our due diligence as leaders of a community to be able to identify what is actually evolving in our space right now. And the other side of that as well is that I think it's dangerous to get sucked in too much into the rhetoric around, you know, there's never been a better time to have an online business. Yeah. Yes, that, that is true. Yep. But it also doesn't mean, first of all, not everyone is meant to have an online business. Absolutely. It's, it just isn't the case. I mean, look at all of, you know, our first responders and stuff, the people who can't stay home and we need them more like more than ever yeah. before. Yep. So that is bullshit to start spewing like everyone should have an online business. It simply isn't the case. Exactly. We need people to be out and about doing all of these things that we normally take for granted. So I'm already seeing uh, online entrepreneurs starting to say this. Yep. You know, there's never been a better time. And, and yes, that is technically true. Yep. Again, I think that it's not addressing the full message with 
compassion, especially mm -hmm. when for, for people like people who were parents mm -hmm. and they have to figure out ways to not only entertain, but basically homeschool their kids yeah. for the next however long, like we don't even know. So Priorities they don't exist. Exactly. Yeah. So they don't even have their, their minds, yep. you know, focused on something like this. And that's one more example of, we need to figure out what people are really feeling and, yes. and tap into that, not from the point of, of even making a sale, but from a level of, of just compassion and compassion, understanding, empathy, yes. service, yes. understanding. And this is such a, a divine opportunity for true leaders to emerge. Um, and this is not a call to shame selling whatsoever. I think that if you have done your due diligence with your markets, specifically during this, these times, and you understand what it is they actually need, and you can approach it from a place of empathy and compassion for what these people are experiencing right now, sell away, homie, like go for it. But it's when we're approaching sales without any type of thought process over what people are actually experiencing right now. And uh, I definitely feel this the most as an actual business coach, right? Where, yes, I'm sitting here and it pains me to see so many people who have just been blindsided by, P.S., you don't have a job now. My sister just last night got laid off. Uh, we were sitting on the couch and email came through from the CEO uh, that they would be reached out to today about their layoff packages. Uh, so it's very real. It, it just, I experienced this in my own home last night. So all of a sudden, one person's life, snap of a finger, has absolutely changed. Her priorities instantly shifted. Her thoughts instantly shifted. Her emotions in instantly shifted. We can't deny that human beings are going through an incredible human experience right now. So when we're thinking about, um, you know, what can we do to help? I get it. I, I mean, I'm in the position to be able to solve a lot of problems right now because I, I know how to help people start businesses. I know how to help people make money. <laughs> so I am absolutely chocked full of ideas about how I can do that. It's not lost on me that as a business coach, this is a prime opportunity for me to swoop in and to be able to service a lot of people. I am the type of person with the offering that I have that can absolutely say these people need me now more than they ever did before. And while that's true, there's a way to approach it. <laughs> there's a way to recognize what it is people actually need right now. There's a way to recognize um, what's actually going to get their attention right now. We are in a, a world where our entire selling landscape for lack of a better word, AKA social media has been shifted in a very, very radical way. Meaning a, there's a ton of distraction, right? There's a lot of stuff that people are just absorbing and eating up. And there's a lot of numbing that's happening right now because people don't know what else to do. They're stuck in their home. They're scrolling like maniacs right now because they don't know how else to pass the time. There's also the very real fact that there are now more free offerings in our social media space now than there ever has been before. And that is strictly due to, you know, the hearts of people just wanting to do something to be able to help people and get people through this and move the needle forward. So we have to recognize that while businesses still have paid offerings, our approach to getting the attention of our market has shifted 
our call it competition for lack of a better word because that's exactly what it is uh, you know the fight for the market share has absolutely shifted because if if we're out there with a paid offering and someone else that someone sees as reliable credible trustworthy um, and and you know visibly leading something and they're offering it for free or they're offering it for half price or they're offering free sessions it's going to absolutely put a dent in those people that are in launch right now for a full full price paid offering uh, these things are all factors that we have to consider and sit with and take time to reflect on regroup with and most importantly check in with our intention of what is causing us to push the sale right now because rightfully so service-based business owners we're not out of the dark we're not immune to uh you know financial chaos in in the uh, presence of a global pandemic <laughs> because our income relies on other people's income or ability to produce income So if we are, you know, being naive and thinking that, oh, well, I have, a, I have an online business. It means I can work from anywhere. I'm safe from this. We're being very naive about what's actually happening around us right now. And it's a beautiful time. This is, this, is, this is what I'm so passionate about right now. This is the most beautiful time and opportunity that we have to step into a deeper sense of awareness as to why our business even exists in the first place step into a deeper level of connection with the people who have been in our communities, with the people who look to us as a source of confidence and certainty and trust and reliability in hard times. It's such a beautiful opportunity for us to reconnect with those human beings. The awesome part is, is that the people, people don't forget how people feel, right? Like we see that all the time, whoever said that quote, we don't forget how someone made us feel. And we can see it right now. I mean, it's already happening where we, because we've had so many people and, and businesses capitalizing on this in an icky way that, you know, word's already starting to spread that, you know, the service-based businesses are starting to crawl out of the woodworks. So if we aren't reconnecting to all of this, if we're not going back to basics in regards to understanding our markets, reconnecting with our markets, taking the time to actually think and reflect on what they need instead of arrogantly assuming that your offering is what they need right now. Um, the way in which a person, even if they are a heart-centered business leader, shows up online without taking any of that into consideration, even if their heart is coming from a good place, it's very easy right now for the public to put that person in the category of this person's capitalizing on my pain right now. And that's the thing is that we're, we're always taught to, you know, in, in business marketing to hit the pain points. Yep. But this is a whole different whole of the ball game. game. Yeah. This, and I'm all about is, pain points. Yeah. I literally have a document, as you know, in the mastermind that says how to trigger people. Yes. And, and that's just basic marketing. Like that's, that's marketing 101. But for anyone, you know, I'm assuming that most people listening to this are entrepreneurs and that is marketing one-on-one. -on -one. That's not even a, a Sarah Swain thing. That's yep. just a, an, anyone who's good at marketing thing. Yep. But this, this is a 
whole different level. And yeah. I've already started seeing posts pop up um, and I'd already been thinking it. And then I saw somebody else post something about it. And now that it's kind of gone viral about now is the time to unfollow the the spiritual people who are posting. And then I, I've seen people posting shit about you know, like uh, manifesting coronavirus, basically, that like the fear is manifesting it. I'm like, okay, we need to take a minute to separate the science from the woo. And I'm all about the woo, but I don't care who you are. Stop using manifestation and coronavirus yeah. in the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> they are yeah. two completely separate things. And that's, that's a classic example. Sorry for interrupting. That's yeah. a classic example of putting more of an emphasis on your message and and what you believe in over and above the actual need of the people who are trusting in your leadership yeah that, that's what's causing the ick factor to come through right and it's breaking that trust yeah but it, one of the the things that you were pointing out as well was that there has never been a better time to step up as a leader. And one of the things that you've also talked about um, that I fully believe as well is that chaos creates leaders mm -hmm. and that that's when leaders yeah. are born. Yes. And that this is the time to step up and to show yeah. people how, how much you can be there for them from a genuine place, not yeah. from not from a place of like, oh, I'm going to use this, you know, again, as an opportunity to capitalize, but as a, you know what, my people need me right now. How can I best serve and support them? And yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to be able to, to go out and get their groceries for them, but we can serve them in other ways. Absolutely. We can find people who can help them with whatever it is that they need. Yep, absolutely. And, and it's not lost on me that someone coming into my mastermind is exactly what someone who is concerned about the security of their job would need. But to your earlier point, not everybody is meant for service-based business ownership. Not everybody's meant to operate in the digital world. So we also have to check ourselves. Our beliefs don't necessarily align with the beliefs of everybody else. I am, I will talk about online business and the ability to work from home and create your life and do all the things from the mountaintops because I believe that my market or the, I wouldn't say my market, but the general public might not agree with that. So just because I think I can help them doesn't mean that I actually have the solution to their problem. And going back to the point you made about triggering people, I wanna dive into this one a little bit because we need to understand the nuance here that's happening with ha triggering people in your copy and uh, your messaging, your, your sales copy, your pitch, whatever it is that's out right now. Triggering before the global pandemic means that people who are in the business of selling and marketing are leveraging the fact that something is very much within the control of the person in the market and they're choosing not to, to hold that power and do anything about it. Triggering prior to the global pandemic was touching on something that was within that person's control. The global pandemic has taken a lot of control away from people. People didn't wake up yesterday or last week thinking, oh wow, I can't wait to be handed my severance package today or my layoff notice or uh, my termination, like however their businesses have handled it. No, they didn't ask for that. That's not within their control. 
So when we're not being compassionate about recognizing that the things that I normally in like my content specifically, I'm like sticking it in that wound, man. Like you, this is your decision home girl to be like continuing to go into the space that is not fueling you. It's not empowering you. You know, there's more in you and you're not doing anything about it. Like the, that's all of those trigger points that pre pandemic, you would have absolutely heard flying out of my mouth. But as I've taken the time to pause, and just put a hold on, you know, offerings, understanding my positioning, understanding what's happening around me, I have realized that those trigger points would be the most arrogant thing that I could do right now, because that's essentially me going for something that is actually not within their control. They're powerless over right now. They didn't ask to have their job taken away from them, right? So we have to understand that that is the difference between um, you know, using triggering approaches in marketing to capture a person's attention and to get them to come into your space, to get them to come into your offering versus now where empathy and uh, compassion and understanding now have to take the lead um, until people start to feel, you know, stabilized and understanding that, okay, after the dust settles, uh, and we're talking obviously about like business uh, markets here specifically after the dust settles and they've actually had time for themselves to digest what is happening in their life. The fact that they just lost their job, the fact that they have no idea what they're going to do about childcare. I mean, there's all these factors after the dust has settled, they now have the ability to start asking themselves, okay, what are my options? That is now the time when people are open and um, willing to hear potential other solutions. Uh, if you're in the spiritual or life coaching world, a person is only going to be receptive to the content, albeit beautiful content, albeit really powerful transformational content, pushing it on them when they're in a space of chaos. They're not going to receive it. They don't have the space in their minds to be able to when all of a sudden their life has been completely flipped upside down in the snap of a finger, everything has changed. It's once that initial curve of holy shit, this has just happened that people, okay, I've got this. We're going to be fine. What are my options? How can I help myself through this? How can I stabilize myself through this? How can I help secure my future? How can I help bring another source of income into this household? That's when people start to open up again. And that's the new market now that we get to connect to and understand what are they thinking? How are they feeling? What are they prioritizing in their life right now? What's their level of readiness? What's their level of willingness? What's their uh, ability to invest right now? Those are all the important things that we as service-based providers absolutely have to be paying attention to right now. And it's also that, that this, that sort of highlights as well, that this is a time of opportunity, but it's yep. also a time of patience. Mm -hmm. And, and again, I mean that from a really genuine place because, and, and I mean that in all kinds of different ways. It's not just an opportunity as a business owner. It's an opportunity just for new ideas and creativity and, and growth and for having more compassion for other human beings. These are the kinds of opportunities that are presenting themselves an opportunity for connection, even um, for deeper, more authentic, greater connection. So it isn't all bad, but I also am very careful to walk the line between, you know, the, the silver lining right now when the mm -hmm. worst hasn't even hit us yet. Yep. 
and it's only going to get worse before it gets better. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to start spewing silver lining bullshit to somebody who might potentially end up losing a loved one or, yep. or who has already lost a loved one. That's not yep. what I'm here to do. Yep, so exactly. it, it's a really difficult line. And I do think that it's going to be fascinating to see what the market looks like when this is all over. But in the meantime, how do you suggest we start stepping up? So you, yeah. you've, given, you've broken down a lot of this for us about what we maybe should and shouldn't be doing, but how can we best serve our people? How can we best show up for our people? And how can we separate ourselves from the pack a little bit as leaders and as showing up in a genuine way as someone of trust? Yeah. I love, I love that you uh, called it kind of separating yourself from the pack because from a strategy standpoint, this is still very real. We're still, we're still in business. We still have bills to pay. Uh, none of that changes for us either. So it's about uh, positioning ourselves very wisely about positioning ourselves in a place where we can step into full embodiment of what it is we preach all the time. And I think that this is, this is going to be one of those things that's going to do a lot of weeding around uh, a lot of the bullshit businesses that are in existence right now that have been able to offer their services while completely living differently and not embodying anything that they do, uh, their way of living, their lifestyle, the way that they operate business. This is going to shine a light real quick on people who aren't entirely serious about what they do or aren't entirely in belief of what they do, but they have found it to be a way to make money. Uh, I think that this is going to be a time where we see a lot of these businesses start to fall. And not that I'm wishing for that. I think that that is just inevitable what's going to happen. Because I think that the true service-based businesses, the true heart-centered leaders that exist out there right now, understand that this is a time for us to embody and to demonstrate as opposed to teach or preach or push uh, or any of those things. It's, uh, and I'll give you an example of the Greek Canadian woman, which is uh, the business I founded almost two years ago. It's all about connection. It's all about community. It's all about learning from one another. It's all about growing alongside one another. That has been the entire purpose of the Great Canadian woman up until forever. <laughs> so as the leader of that space, uh, it's not lost on me that now is the time to really step up to the plate as the leader of this community and provide exactly that. So what I've done is I've created a space where people can learn, connect, and grow alongside one another. We're doing the thing that we always talk about in that platform. We're just doing it in a way that drives the connection piece because right now, in the absence of feeling like you have control over many things, uh, connection becomes a top commodity. Connection becomes our form of currency and exchange in the way that we interact, especially when billions of people are in their house. And just like you and I are on screen right now, like this is how we're connecting because you can't do the face-to-face -face stuff right now. So again, it's, it's, it's nothing genius that we've come up with. It's just about recognizing what does my community need from me right now? What do they need to see? How are they feeling right now? What do they need? What are they thinking? What's swirling through their mind? And then what is going to help? If we can ask ourselves these questions, we'll 
not only be able to be of service to our community like we've never been before, this is an opportunity that, that is presenting itself to like just really shine in your brand, to build your brand, to build your reputation, to prove your reputation that you have been holding on to for the past however many years you've been in business. a wild opportunity for us to walk the talk, right? If we're not capitalizing on that, man, we are missing a big opportunity to connect with an even larger group of people to expand our market even larger, which, hello, literally just provides a whole beautiful group of people that likely would be very interested in what that platform or your platform or your service actually provides in a paid form when they are in the position to be able to do so. So yeah, there's heart involved in that decision to create that space. There's empathy, there's compassion. There's also strategy, right? We get to still have strategy as service-based business owners. <laughs> we get to still create spaces that are um, two-way streets. They're a benefit to the people in it. They're a benefit to the person creating it. Um, another thing to be conscious of really quick is there's, so many people that are stepping up to the plate right now to help, 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 help. And while that's beautiful and I encourage it, we also have to make sure that that help, 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 uh, service, service, service that we're providing isn't draining us and rubbing our, rubbing us from the ability to continue to sustain our ability to lead powerfully because we don't know how long this thing is going to go on for. We don't know if we're going to be in this house for two weeks or if we're going to be here till friggin' August. Like we don't know. <laughs> this is just, it's unprecedented. We don't know. So if we're not, uh, you know, positioning ourselves as service-based business owners to lead the way for the long game and position ourselves to be able to sustain what we are creating long-term um, I hate to say it, there's going to be a lot of businesses that crash and burn because they're too hyped up on selling the current thing. Um, and the current thing is typically the thing that was probably a really awesome offering last week, two weeks ago. Um, but now without, you know, reconnecting with your offering, your market, it's failing to meet the actual needs of your market right now. So it's just a call. I, thank you so much for giving me the space because I, I want as many entrepreneurs to hear this message that um, we have the ability to sustain our business. We have the ability to serve people in a magnificent way. Yes, now they need us more than ever. Yes, I get that. But we're, sh we're setting ourselves up for a very short runway if we are just simply continuing to operate business as usual and putting blinders on to what is actually occurring within our markets, let alone the rest of the world. You brought up so many incredible points there. And, and one of um, a couple in particular, one is strategy and that we are still allowed to have strategy. And I really want to highlight that for people that that used to feel icky to me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Ooh, strategy. Mm -hmm. Like that just sounds mean. <laughs> and that simply is scheming. not the case. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It seems like scheming. That isn't the case that no. any smart business person has strategy and you can have strategy from an incredibly good, beautiful place that is coming yeah. from a place of service. So yeah. that is something that I really want to underscore. Something else too, is that I'm also really happy you brought up 
the energy standpoint, mm -hmm. because I was about to say to you that I think that the other part of this that's going to separate the herd is the people that can sustain this long-term. Because yes. I've made a commitment to my people, for example, that I'm going live on Instagram, Facebook every single morning at 8 a.m. Eastern until, that, until this ends. Yep. And I am fully aware that this could be months. Yeah. And I'm still going to be there. Might be in my bathrobe, might be looking a little worse for the wear in a while, but I'd still be in bed. <laughs> I'll be Instagramming from my bed, <laughs> but I will still be there. And I know that about myself. And I think that the people that already know me, know me well enough to, to know that that is true. And yeah. that is going to be the kind of stuff that sustains when everyone else is falling by the wayside. When we can, yeah. when we can show up for our people consistently, like when I talk about podcasting, it's one of the best things you can do is podcast consistently. Consistency is going to make or break yep. us in a lot of, of ways. This is just one of the nuanced ways that is going to um, separate the, the real true leaders from the ones that just aren't meant to be doing it potentially. Totally. So, and it, yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's inevitable that's going to happen. It's unfortunate. Um, but I think this is just a, a natural process that's occurring here from that standpoint. With the energy thing, it's like, and thanks for bringing that up again, because it's so important for us to understand what, what it's going to take from us and what we are willing to do while all of this is going on. Um, it's awesome that people are really diving in and it's because their hearts want to be part of the solution. It's because they want to help people so deeply and so badly right now that I see a lot of people throwing themselves into something without thought of what this looks like long-term without understanding how much energy this may take from the creator of that space or the provider of that content within that space to actually um, take like what's what's it's going to take how much energy it's going to take how much time is this going to take uh, what have i actually just taken on right now and am i being responsible in my decision to do so because if we're rallying you know tons of people into a space but we don't really understand the purpose of that space beyond helping the person today um, we could be setting ourselves up for potential burnout. Um, it's not, we're not immune to the stress that's happening right now is like, this is affecting us too, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, we're feeling it too. So if we're over committing ourselves right now to be able to provide help in whatever uh, form that comes in, we might be able to get a good solid burst out of the gates, but what happens two weeks from now? What is the plan after the two weeks? What is the plan after your launch date ends? If you're in a current launch, how far ahead are you thinking? And is what you're doing for your idea of what you could or should be doing right now actually lining you up for longevity in the things that you're creating? And I don't want to see heart-centered leaders and businesses go down because of this simply because they're not setting their sights on post pandemic. Right. And we just, there's so much unknown there, so much out of our control there. We don't know how long we don't know the flattening out the curve. I don't even know what that means. It's like, cool. So we push in this into like 2022, like what's the, what's the strategy here? Health officials, you know, we don't know. So we have to be responsible when we're bringing these people into these beautiful containers that absolutely are being created everywhere right now. 
as the creator of these spaces, we still have to be very, very responsible with what our intention is of this space after we potentially lose the energy to continue hosting it. So, you know, real talk here. <laughs> this is real talk, preface. This is not negativity. This is just real talk. Um, and I think it's something that I think we all need to just be thinking about, have this stuff on our radar. That doesn't mean that we are engaging in toxic conversation or that we're failing to see the uh, ability for humanity to prevail through this. That's not what this means at all. This is real stuff that's affecting real human beings. That is uh, probably one of the most human experiences globally that we're ever going to experience together. And it's simply our responsibility, my responsibility, it's my straight up positioning right now that it's our responsibility to pause and ask ourselves what our communities need from us as leaders right now reconnect with our communities right now understand what their needs actually are right now and then proceed if your offering still fits into that freaking sell it because if people think they need it they'll buy it but if you're pitching right now and crickets tumbleweeds birds tweeting anything other than an actual sale happening or someone reaching out to ask more this is an absolute call out to you specifically to press the pause button on what you are offering and ask yourself what is my market need right now is this delivering it am i in touch with how they actually feel am i in touch with uh, what they're actually thinking am i in touch or aware of what their priorities now are this week even just compared to last week these, these are the game-changing things that will absolutely help you as a service provider, a service-based business to continue to serve your community, for you to continue to get paid. But it's going to be a very short runway for businesses who are not using this opportunity to just stop for a hot minute and recognize what is actually going on around us right now and adjust and adapt our business accordingly. Pivot, as Heather always says, stop, pivot, go. Um, there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of businesses that are absolutely going to get burnt by this for sure. Unfortunately. Yeah. I think that that is the, the unfortunate truth. I mean, I, I suppose that one caveat to that is that maybe it makes room for the people who don't yet have an online business who would be yep. incredible at it. Yeah. And then it makes room for, for them. And I mean, again, I'm not going to call that any kind of silver lining, but it's, it's, it's just the reality of of a, a rather dark yep. situation. Yeah. Sarah, this has been amazing. Yeah. And as things change, we might be bringing you on fourth, fifth, and sixth time. Because <laughs> how long this goes on. <laughs> yeah. We'll start a, a pandemic business podcast or something. I don't know, but oh these are the th thank you again. Like I can't express thank you because I know that uh, my message uh, is not completely understood by enough people. Um, but th this is absolutely what we need to be doing as the, I'm, I'm the business strategist. If I don't have this stuff figured out, um, we're in trouble y'all. So it's, it's important that we're having these conversations. We're allowing ourselves to be real about what is occurring and not kind of putting our blinders on and, you know, putting all our faith into, you know, how humanity is going to prevail through this and turn a blind eye to, uh, our responsibility as owners, founders, directors, CEOs of everything that we're creating. It's our responsibility to sustain it. There's people in our business that rely on us to be able to uh, provide the services that we do to create the content that create that we create on pod, on podcasts and social media and blogs. Uh, if, if we 
all of a sudden can't sustain that, then we're robbing our communities of everything that we have been able to provide them up until this date. So we just have to look at it this way. It's like, holy, okay, sustainability, first and foremost, y'all, like reconnect with your audience, reconnect with your intention, um, and just have a boatload of empathy and compassion for what's actually occurring right now. And recognize that there's gotta be strategy behind the approach right now. And it's okay for people to be strategic and position themselves for the long game in a very uncertain time. That's the bravest, most courageous, wise, epic thing that you could do for your business right now is have the courage to position yourself for whatever the heck is coming next. And I, I feel like that's such an amazing way to wrap up. And, and I always ask a question at the end of every interview. I've asked you this before. Um, and I thought about not asking it today, but I'm like, no, you know what? We all need some level of consistency in our lives. So I'm going to ask it anyway, which is, uh, despite everything else that, that you just offered, or maybe there's just one particular thing that you want to pull out of, of what you've already said. If you could offer people one piece of advice on growing into the best possible version of themselves in these types of times, what would it be? God, that's such a great question. I think that now more than ever, facing off with ourselves in the mirror is probably the most important thing. And maybe there's going to be some stuff that comes up as you're reflecting on yourself, your business, your intention, what you're creating. Um, but this also presents itself as a beautiful opportunity to maybe address some of the loose ends that you've been ignoring, maybe to address some of the uh, approaches you've been having in your business up until this point that have been maybe on the lackadaisical side. Uh, this is a beautiful opportunity to, to check in with yourself and have a conversation with yourself about whether you actually are doing everything in your power to uh, protect your brand, to protect your platform, to make sure that it continues to be there for the people who love to be in your space. Um, this, is, this is like a, a pressure cooker that businesses are in right now. And I think that there is going to be a lot of realizations of people thinking like, dang, like I actually have not positioned myself well enough up until this point to be able to withstand the gale force winds that are upon us right now. Doesn't mean you're done. Doesn't mean you're toast. But I encourage everybody to have a little time out with themselves and ask yourself, is there opportunity for you to show up even more powerfully? Is there opportunity to address some of the things that you've been ignoring or backburnering in your business right now because you're a master procrastinator? Is there something that you need to address within yourself because you are so dead set on exactly how you think a business needs to run that you have not opened yourself to the possibilities of another approach, of another way to reach people, of another way to close sales, of another way to build a community? Um, these are all questions that I think all business owners need to be asking ourselves and reflecting on um, because we're the, we're the puppeteer, right? Like we pull the strings, everything, we do, every result that's in front of us right now is because of an action or that we decided to take or an action we decided not to take. So whatever results are sitting in front of you right now, if your business is at the point where it's not sustainable, um, this, this is even more important for you as you bring an 
currently unsustainable or unstable business into uncertain times. Um, this is a beautiful opportunity for you to just look at your framework, look at uh, what you have been making a priority in your business, ask yourself what you need to be doing differently, ask yourself what you need to stop letting get in your way, um, ask yourself what you need to stop buying into, um, all of these things. I think self-reflection, self-awareness, uh, and just good old tough, honest conversations with ourselves will be a beautiful gift to a business owner if they're willing to face off with themselves and recognize that maybe I haven't gotten it as tight as I could have right now. So good news is I still have the opportunity to do so. What do I need to do within myself and in my business to ensure that we're good moving forward? What an answer. So good, Sarah. Thank you. This is You've given me a lot to reflect on, a ton, even above and beyond the, the number of times we've talked in the last couple of days. Like, I'm probably going to be listening to this multiple times myself, and I think that, that other people listening will be as well. So thank you so much. I'm so appreciative of you. Love you, girl. Think you're amazing. And Thanks, Emily. yes. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. I'm so incredibly grateful that you took the time because it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review, and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so that I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with brand new episodes, and I am looking forward to growing with you. <laughs>